Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined by Jeff Torrey. And today we're finally going to finish up our divisional previews. Good thing I think we waited on this one for a little bit, because the AFC West had a lot of changes in the last couple weeks. Uh, mainly running backs and even some more skilled position players for the Chargers. So it's probably a good thing we waited because otherwise our preview would have been just pretty much worthless, I think, at that point. So we'll get into the AFC West a little bit. But before we get into that, just want to remind everybody of the league podcast contest we have going on right now. To get into that, all you got to do is leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever there's plenty of places probably you can leave reviews online wherever you want to leave a review do that send us an email to fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com just let us know where you left the review what name you put it under so we can enter you into the contest that's going to go yet for another couple of months just probably august 1st things can be our cutoff for that and what we'll do with that again is whoever wins the contest we're going to make a podcast just for your league so definitely get in on that and we'll do our best to make your pretty enjoyable podcast for your league and go over break down all the teams and everything about who we think is going to win you can also follow us on twitter you can send me the link on twitter as well at the ff profit check out the website fantasyfootballprofit.com we'll have all the links and everything there you can read about the custom podcast and all that even if you don't win you can still get one you can find all that information there so i think we should just get right into this jeff talk about the denver broncos Starting with Denver. And this is very interesting situation. I'm just going to start off talking right away with the running backs because I think the quarterback situation, we don't know if it's going to be Simeon. We think it's, I think it'll be Simeon, but it could be Lynch. Either way, I don't. it's not going to matter to me with them. I'm, I don't. No, but it does affect the wide receiver situation, but yeah, that's true. I'm we not, can skip over quarterback. We'll get into a little bit. I think, I think personally for the future of like the potential of these players, I think Lynch could be a little better. Just because I think he has more potential. Simeon, I think we know what Simeon is. And I don't know if Lynch will ever be better than him, but I just don't think he has room to grow. And yeah, I agree. I think either way, I don't think either of these guys are going to meet starters no. and probably not even draftable, no. at least no. in the beginning so of the year. They're just not going to be very exciting. The most interesting position here is definitely running back. And I was already down on C.J. Anderson before this. I've been down on C.J. Anderson for a couple of years. And now they added Jamal Charles. And they still got Devontae Booker as well. Is this? Are you avoiding this? Uh, what do you think? Tell you the truth, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm avoiding this. I'm I'll be interested in Jamal Charles yeah. if if he doesn't gain a lot of steam. If I can get him really late or for really cheap, because I mean it's true he's he's missed out on the last couple of seasons because of knee injuries. You don't know what kind of speed he has left. I, I have a feeling we're going to hear a lot about him in the preseason. Yep. Um, see what he's got left in the tank. He'd be an interesting one for me because if he does, uh, if his knee is reacting well, uh, he could easily take over the number one spot for the running back. Obviously, he's the most talented one, and he could really help out an offense that might not have, you know, have the quarterback play that they need yep. to really drive the ball down the field. So I like Jamal Charles a bit, but um, other than that, I mean, if he doesn't work out, you have to think that C.J. Anderson show. Yeah, and I just I I'm not the biggest C.J. Anderson fan. I'm not interested in it. I mean. Maybe maybe his value his price is down now. It should be. They're all gonna be. But they're, I mean, Booker's gonna be nothing. Charles's price can be way down there. Anderson should be low now too. So maybe maybe there's more there. I just 
man, I just don't. Yeah, he does scare me, it. but yeah, I, th- I think you're right. I think finally his value because he got really overhyped uh, immediately when he took over that spot. Yep. I-, I think now maybe he's he's probably. I mean, he's in the. I don't think he cracks. No, I mean he does. He's probably between that. He's probably close to a twentieth running back for me. Yep. I think last year he came out though. Week one, he looked pretty good again, and then he kind of just tailed off after that. I don't think he's necessarily a bad player. I, I think it also has to do with the fact, you know, that they, they could kind of put a lot of people in the box because yep. they were not really afraid of Simeon by any chance. So, and, I mean, and Jamal Charles is the wild card here because, I mean, maybe maybe he is the old Jamal Charles. I guess we don't know right now, mm-hmm. but he's a speed guy, and speed guys, 30 years old with two knee injuries. Man. Yeah. I think the important thing to remember here too, CJ Anderson doesn't necessarily lose more value, even if Jamal Ander- or <laughs> Jamal Anderson, Jamal <laughs> Charles does very very well. Because yeah. Jamal Charles doesn't exactly get a lot of carries, a lot no, of touches. Yeah. You know, you give him ten, fifteen a game, and he can break one. Um, I don't think they're going to overuse him. So CJ Anderson will be the, you know, the goal line guy. He's going to be the the pound him out back. It's just how good do you think that line's going to be? Yeah. I'm not, it's a, it's a situation where if you can get the guys for a cheap price, go after it. And Charles especially, I think I think he's going to go cheapest out of you know him and Anderson. But don't obviously I don't think anybody's going to pay for this situation. So no one's going to be paying much. Anderson no. is going to no. probably go for more. But I don't even. It's going to be interesting. Maybe there'll be more clarity once we get going on. But Charles isn't going to get much work probably in preseason. So it's going to be hard to really tell. And or this could is this going to be a situation like Miami last year where you had. Um, Arian Foster come in, like a Charles comes in, and like the talk was, oh, Foster's going to be the starter, going to be the starter, in the pre- and then he plays three games and retires. Yeah. I mean, Charles could be, it could be that. We don't know what he's going to be able to do, just like Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Coming off these injuries, we no one knows. We thought Charles would be back last year. The injury kept him out another year. So Yeah, I mean, it's that injury risk. It, you really don't know, and you can't tell, and that's, you know, that's why it's such a gamble. That's you're, the best part, though. Yeah. He's going to be, he's not going to cost you anything, really. No. I, not compared to what his potential value is. Yes. So don't invest a ton into him. Don't invest a lot. Uh, oh, he should go under because that, $15. Yeah. I oh, without a doubt. Yeah, because that, that money max. that money is very, very sketchy. Yeah. You could just be throwing that to the could. wind. That, that's the dangerous part of it, obviously. So wide receivers. This is Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders. It's too bad. It's almost like some, these names now at this point. I know. They have such great talent at the wide receiver spot. It just feels wasted. It is. Because it, if if Trevor Simeon's the quarterback, I'm telling you, I really don't feel like the ceiling is that high. Simeon might be fine. I just don't ever see big numbers coming from these guys anymore. And that's the thing. I, I, there's, I think they're just, you kind of know where, exactly what you're going to get out of them. Yep. But that's not very exciting because if you're getting Demarius Thomas, you know, would you rather wait and then get someone like a Devontae Parker who has see, the yeah, ability what, to, like, break out? That's the problem. With, like, Thomas, I think his price is still going to be – it's not going to be like it was, but it's still going to be a pretty hefty price for what – you know, and wide receiver is so deep. We've talked about this. It's incredibly deep this You can year. get guys for $10 for less than Thomas probably easily that have much more potential. I mean, and Thomas, he's been around the league now for a while. It's not like he's he's not, you know, third-year guy anymore. So – I mean, I just don't see it with the quarterbacks. I don't see the potential, especially now they all these running backs. Seems to me like they want to run the ball a little bit here. And so, I, I do have to, the the thing that scared me the most about Thomas, especially last year, is is the fact that his TDs were so low. Yep. The guy went out and still got 
90 catches and yeah. a, a thousand yards. I mean, he's still really productive, but he only got five touchdowns. Yep. And for him, especially what you come to expect is you know near double digit touchdowns every year. And I don't think in this offense he can get yeah, there. And he only has what 11 touchdowns last two years combined now. Mm-hmm. So his, yeah, his yards are still there, his catches are still there, but he doesn't have that big play. He's not getting those big touchdowns anymore. And and it's I just don't know if it's going to happen. I think they're more of a running game now. And, I mean, they've kind of always wanted to go for the running yeah. back game, except for ever since Peyton's been gone the last couple of years. And actually, actually, the the interesting thing about this, too, looking at the the stats, if you are just going to go based on value, Emmanuel Sanders might have uh, might be better because he obviously he's not going to go for as much. Yep. Demarius Thomas is just a beast. But if you're going to pay, might as well pay for Emmanuel Sanders, get him for a, quite a bit less. Yep. And last year he had 79 catches for 1,000 yards and five TDs. Almost exactly yeah, the same very numbers. similar because if you're not in a PPR league, those catches don't even matter. The yards and touchdowns are pretty mm-hmm. much the same. And so, I mean, yeah, he has 11 touchdowns the last two years combined as well. <laughs> exactly. So that's pretty much, you know, said this offense used to sustain four receivers a couple years ago. But, yeah, Sanders is going to be – he's going more in that probably late 20s, you know, part of the – wide receiver so he's definitely a wide receiver three being drafted as a wide receiver three and you could do a lot worse than him as a wide receiver three I feel like so I like him more because yeah, his price is going to be ten fifteen dollars cheaper probably than Demarius mm-hmm. I would say then the tight end position it's Virgil Green is their tight end they drafted Jake Butt but he's probably not going to play this year he'll play a little bit but he's just he won't be yeah right. I like Jake Butt but he's coming off a it's, pretty yeah. pretty bad knee injury so and Virgil Green I I was interested in him last year a little bit, but, you know, we said if, if Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders aren't going to be getting going, and it's probably not going to happen for Green. There's a lot better options out there. Yeah, and don't, I mean, don't get excited. because This guy is like, he's a very, very tall, athletic tight end, and people tend to get excited about that, but he hasn't shown us that he can do anything, and this isn't going to be a high-powered throwing offense, so don't get that in your head. Go go somewhere else. There's plenty of other yep. talent tight end. Yep. All right, that's it. That's all I got for the Broncos, unless you got yeah, anything more. No, that's it. The Kansas City Chiefs. Now, there's some interesting players here. Quarterback Alex Smith is not one of those players for me. He's just – he's what it is. He's fine. I mean, he, he could he's be fine. A, I mean, he's fine. Yeah, exactly. He could be a streamer. Yeah. I mean, he just doesn't throw enough touchdowns no, just, to really be relevant week in, week out. And definitely, I mean, Kansas City's already looking for the future. They're looking at, they've drafted Pat Mahomes, which he won't do anything this year for you, but maybe in a couple years from now. So really, I think the most intriguing player on this team is Tyreek Hill. This is the one that's going to... People are going to reach for Tyreek Hill quite a bit, I think, here. And I was the biggest Tyreek Hill guy last year. I was talking about him before he even broke out. And you know what? I'm probably going to be one of the guys who will absolutely never have Tyreek Hill on my team this year. Because I can't I can't stand players that are can just have these... What did he have? How many games did he score touchdowns in a row? But it was like off a punt return or a kick return or something. You should look at that. Maybe people look at that and be like, oh, yeah, he can score a million ways, so he's always going to score. But there was one week he had no catches, and he ran the ball like once for 70 yards and a touchdown. I'm like, I can't deal with that. No, I can't deal with it. It's yeah, just I, too much for me. I look at that, and I, I look at it as a way that in someone can't sustain the success that they've had. I'm not saying he's not going to be a good NFL player or good for this team, but the fact is – Scoring in all these different ways also means that they have to be able to run these types of plays. And when Tyreek Hill is in the game now, people aren't going to be, you know, surprised when yep. he gets the ball. Well, and with Hill, I'm I'm seeing him ranked probably pretty well for where he should be. But that problem is there's going to be at least one or two teams in your league that are just enamored by this guy. 
and are going to spend way too much for him. And that's just not, I'm, I'm more conservative. I can't have a guy that's going to be so up and down. And he's even more up and down than these big threat receivers, I feel like, to me. He's, it's just, I like Tyreek Hill a lot, but I can't put him in my lineup and think it's going to be a sure thing. Yeah, and I mean, the guy is pretty incredible, though. I mean, he is. He really is. I mean, just to, just, just to go over it, though, it is pretty incredible. I mean, the guy has 600 yards receiving with six touchdowns, <laughs> and then he goes for 250 yards rushing with three touchdowns, and then he has a kickoff return for a touchdown and two punt return touchdowns. Like, the guy really can't, I mean, he's that fast. But uh, if you're asking me, he's, you're going to have to draft him as a, a wide receiver too, at least. Yep. There's just there's just no way that I, I could go the up and ups and downs of that. And I assume it's going to be tougher for him this year too because people are going to key on him because he is the biggest playmaker on that team. Yeah, and and someone's going to fall in love with him mm-hmm. in your league, so that's why I'm going to stay away. I, unless he if he falls to me for cheap, maybe, but <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. I just I can't. He's not going to go cheap. He's not. The other receivers on the team, there's really it's it's Jeremy Macklin, and he's on the back end of his career, and he's just I, I don't see much come from, from Jeremy Macklin anymore. He's he's but the thing is with him, you can get Jeremy Macklin probably on your team for pretty much nothing, and have him as your fourth or fifth receiver. Yeah. What do that, you expect out of Macklin though? Because I, I don't really because like, he was hurt a lot a lot last year. Yeah, the year before that he was pretty solid. Oh, he's very. I mean. And just to give you an idea as well, 2014, he – well, that's Philadelphia. We're not going to go there. 2015, yep. first year with Casey. Very very solid year. Exactly. Almost 1,100, year, 1100, year, 1100 yards receiving mm-hmm. with eight touchdowns, which is a great year. And he's a lot younger than he seems. He should be a lot older than this. What? How, how old well, is he? He's going to turn 29 in oh, yeah, a couple days. Oh, yeah, for a wider series. That's bad. fine, but he seems older than that. But, yeah. but see, I'd... he did miss one game in 2015. Then last year he missed four games. He had fi- only 536 yeah, see, yards the, with two touchdowns. The numbers were just going to be down anyway. Yeah. So I mean, even when he was playing, he was hurt. And, and you might. I mean, this guy could be one of those value picks. That's, I don't. I don't personally see a lot of a lot of uh, upside with him. But if you can get him for extremely cheap, you have to believe that if he plays, you know, 14 games, he'll get 800 yards and he'll be productive when he's in somewhat. So he yep. could be a flex guy, something like yeah, that. If I can get him as my fourth or fifth receiver for a very cheap price, I like it. And because that's to me for a for a bye week, that's a fine guy to throw in there. Mm-hmm. But that's it. So he's only playing my bye week, and I'm not going to rely on him anywhere else. Other than that, the receivers on the team it's not terribly exciting. Chris Conley, Albert Wilson, not draftable guys at this point. You're not really going after that. Travis Kelsey at tight end is probably the next number two re- tight end after Gronk. I would say at this point, and you've been a Kelsey guy for years. Yeah, and you know, less so now that he's now blown he's, up. Yeah. But yeah, he's great. I mean, there's not not a whole lot of things you can knock the guy about. Um, I wish he would catch a few more touchdowns. He only had you know four last year, but he had 1,100 yards. I mean, the guy was the best option on that team. Um, you know, just for production value. Um, so yeah, he, he definitely is number two. Uh, obviously, you could put Reed up there as well, but he has injury factor. So does Gronk. So Kelsey is probably the safest tight end to have. His price is going to be up there in an auction now. And it will, though. And that's why I, I find it hard to over overspend on tight ends. Yeah. I just feel like that is a, a a place where you can find value a lot yeah, of other if, places. If you're in a snake draft and he's falling to a decent spot, that's you know then you can get him there. But yeah. don't reach. But I, I think he's going to be really good. Exactly. And we were actually talking about it. It's interesting. Usually we talk in you know the form of auction drafts. But I was just telling Craig, I actually did my first uh, – 
first mock draft the other day, and I did a snake with a buddy. And uh, it it is a different format. So when you don't like someone, you can kind of reach and get a tight end or a quarterback when usually I would wait for those in the auction. Um, So if he is, if he falls in that, you know, kind of that fourth, fifth round, fifth round maybe, where you're not sure in a snake draft what player you want to take, it's completely fine to go and grab your quarterback or someone like this, especially if it's one of those top three tight ends. Yeah. That would be fine. I have no problem with that. I just uh, I just don't like to overpay in a in a auction league where you probably have to. I mean, what do you think he's going to go for? See, I, tight ends. I, I never know the price because I'm just I don't value right. tight ends. But he, he can twenty bucks, twenty five. Like, yeah, I, I, would, think, I, w- I didn't think he was going to quit that. I high, think he'd go yeah. to twenty. I really fifteen to twenty range at this point, especially with. He's probably the number. He has to be the number two after Gronk. Mm-hmm. So I think someone's going to go overpriced. But fifteen to twenty, I can see it, yeah. and I would never pay it. If I could get him under ten, I'd go for it. Yeah, I, and I love Kelsey, but no, I wouldn't pay it either. Especially, especially with the touchdowns kind of staying stagnant. I mean, it's his touchdown production the last three years was five, five, and four. So, um, Stez, you know, pretty steady. Same quarterback. I don't see why he would jump up necessarily, but who knows. Yep. Obviously, he has a skill. He could easily get double digits if they decided to kind of force feed him the ball. But I, I love Kelsey, um, and it depends on you know what your your willingness to pay for him is, though. And I think the last position we have to talk about on this team is running back, and this is really interesting too because now they have I didn't even realize they had C.J. Spiller, but C.J. Spiller is their fourth. <laughs> <laughs> but they drafted Kareem Hunt, who's he's probably going to be that the backup here at this point, and he has the potential probably to take the job at some point. Because to me, Spencer Ware is fine. I just don't see Spencer Ware as a as the guy. I don't know. I don't know what it is about him that I'm just kind of not seeing it. But I and I think they they feel the same way. You don't draft a running back in the top three rounds usually without seeing a need for him. I mean. Even okay, last year what? Not quite a thousand yards, only three touchdowns. I mean, he played most of the season for the two. It's just I don't know if he's the guy. He did have two more touchdowns receiving as well. Yeah. So he actually did catch quite a bit. So after yeah, they got rid of Charles, they didn't stop throwing the ball. So he had almost he had four hundred and fifty yards receiving as well. So that does factor in. So he you know, he had a healthy year. But it does scare me the fact that he only got three rushing touchdowns when he was a primary back. Yeah, I mean that's that's awful low when the only guy behind him at that point was Charkandrick West. Yeah, so I think Kareem Hunt definitely has a chance to do something. But at the very least, if you're if you get Spencer Ware, you need to get Kareem Hunt. But Spencer Ware, he's probably still a top twenty back at this point because he is the guy. He, as of right now, he's the guy. Yeah, and so, you can't you can't. Like assume yeah. that for some reason Hunt yeah. because he's not you know yeah don't go too crazy with that. I think it could happen but as of Spencer Ware is still he's still the guy right now yeah and cream it's not like this was a first or second round no. draft pick this is a third round draft pick so they're not you know obligated to really play this guy even yeah so that's gonna be one of those things and I have no idea because what the guy went to Toledo right yeah I, I have no idea what he's gonna be like in in a NFL type in a, a pro scheme. So it'll be interesting just because we're not huge fans of Ware. Yep. Um, that'll be one of those if you get Kareem Hunt later on. Yep. You could be kind of a, you know, it's kind of a lottery pick. But we're not huge fans of Ware, but if running, we talk about running back falls off. 
pretty quick. quick. And, we'll, and we'll actually go over this on our next show. We're going to go over our early running back ranks. You'll see how quickly it drops off. So it does too. Yeah. So he's still he's still valuable at this point. And I can't really say price wise right now. It's just it's hard to say because it depends on your situation. If you need a running back, if you're if you're sitting there with no running backs, you need somebody. Yeah. So you might pay a little bit more for Spencer Ware. But I, I tell you, you like, not be happy with it. There's a there's a section probably about that sixteen to twenty five where people are absolutely going to need to take those guys, and you're not going to be necessarily happy with any of them because no, they really could won't. easily <laughs> lose their spot. They could easily, you know, they're they're older, they're injury-prone. It gets really dicey. No, they're guys you wish you were your third running back, and you're going to have to have them as your second. Yeah. So. All right, I think that's it for Kansas City. Time to move on to the Los Angeles Chargers. So a little different. Still, I'm not used to that yet. And there's a whole lot to there, like on this. There team. is. There's quite a bit here. Start with their quarterback, just because it's easy. Philip Rivers. He's always been a guy who's kind of that borderline starter. He's always like at the end of the top ten kind of thing. And I think he actually could be a little more valuable this year. With after we go through the rest of these weapons, he has. I think he could be one of those. For some reason, Philip Rivers, I think, could be like a sleeper in a way. Like I can get him as my quarter. He's a guy. If I can get him for nothing at the end of a draft. He, I would be very happy with I would, him. Yeah, I'd love for him to be my backup. Yeah, like I think he and, and when I say backup, I say that like lovingly yeah. because he could easily be a starter this year. And as you said, yeah. ton of weapons. And I mean, he he's played. He hasn't been hurt ever. I mean, since two thousand six, he's played all sixteen games. Yep. So that's pretty. I mean, you know he's going to play. Well, and he usually starts the year strong, and he kind of tails off. But he's even been able to do pretty decent with injuries going on all around him the last couple of years. Yeah. So and I mean he's it solid. looks like you can almost he probably averaged about forty five hundred yards yep. through the air in the past four years. And then he also probably averaged about thirty touchdowns thrown. And last year his his, his interceptions were up and I think those will go down a bit because yeah, you saw what happened to his wide receiving court. He was trying to throw it to it was just basically what Tyrell Williams and Dontrell Inman and like that kind of. Yeah, I mean it was and crazy. Travis Benjamin and then aging Antonio Gates. And now this year the wide receivers look much better. Oh my Keenan gosh. Allen should hopefully be healthy. If he is, I think he's a top fifteen receiver, and he could go for cheaper than that because people are going to be so yeah. just people are so worried about his injuries. I love Keenan Allen. I love him too because he's not that he's not that big threat guy. Yep. He's just going to catch a ton of balls. He's going to make people miss. He's going to. He just does all the little stuff that you love to see a wide receiver do. And Phillip Rivers has the perfect kind of arm that looks for Keenan Allen because he doesn't necessarily want to chuck it down the field every single time. And I, I love Keenan We look We talked about him a while back. We were going over some of his numbers from, what, two seasons ago now. What, played half a year. Like the, num- the numbers he was on pace for, it's just ridiculous. Then even last year, he only played the one game. But the numbers he was on pace for in that first half, ridiculous. Like, I mean, two two years in a row, though, with injuries, like maybe it's going to start slowing him down. But maybe. he's still young. He's still young. He's only been in the league, what, four years, something like that now at this yeah. point? Yeah, and last year was the one that scared me the most because I was a huge fan of him coming into it. And you never know when someone's going to blow their knee out. Yep. But, I mean, before that, it was a ruptured spleen. Like, it, it's not yeah. an injury that actually holds you back. So, really, he's had one major injury. Yep. So and and people come back from those all the time. You look at AP and things like that. So I'm not that worried about the guy. And also, I think people have forgotten about him, which is wonderful. That's the best part. I think he's gonna. People kind of forget about him, and they're going to be scared off by him. So his price is going to fall, and you're going to get a steal because he'll be your wide receiver too. At 
at maximum, he'll be your wide receiver two, and I think it's a great wide receiver two. Oh yeah, I, I I really do love this guy, and I think I think for both formats, I think PPR is going to be even better because I think he's going to get a ton of catches. Yeah. And he has Mike Williams now there lining up opposite from him, and that it can only he, help. He has I don't know, you never know with a rookie receiver how good they're going to be, and I can't really predict it. He's but he should be pretty good. He's a top ten pick. You don't just get picked in the top ten in, if you can't play. So he should be really good. And at the very least, he's going to take attention away from Keenan Allen and just open it up for him. Yeah. And in I think, year one. I don't know how great he'll be year one, but Mike Williams, it's just going to help Keenan Allen all right. Yeah, I, I think Mike Williams will be – you'll be able to play him if you get him. Yep. But I, I think people are going to overdraft him. Yeah, he's going to be – people are going to reach for him. Because yeah. it's still the rookie – I still think ever since Beckham and Evans that year as rookies, I think that's kind of just made the, the rookie wide receiver market a little crazy. Yeah, I mean, if you could think Mike Williams, in my mind, he's probably – I would assume he's going to get like 600 yards with like five touchdowns, something like that, because he is a big body, so he will get some of those. But there's so many people on here too; they don't they're going to spread it around. So it's not like it's not like a Kelvin Benjamin situation either, yeah. where you know Newton has one person to throw yeah. to, so he just well, focused in on him. Travis Benjamin's there. Tyrell Williams is still there. Dontrell Inman even like that's yeah. right there. Five receivers that can be used. Then we move to tight end, and you got Antonio Gates and Hunter Henry yet. Man, I, I love this offense like, so much. It's great. See, I, the thing is, I really like Hunter Henry, but still, Gates is still there. So I can't believe Gates is still there. But <laughs> yeah, that guy's the. And plus, Hunter Henry, I think, could be great. But I, I don't, I don't know if this offense will actually slow him down a bit in what he his total potential is yet. I think he's still going to be good. But I do, I do. Maybe and, he won't reach top end numbers yet. But he's going to be. In, I think he can fall under the radar again. Yeah, and I think he will because of obviously Antonio Gates yeah. isn't stepping back. I, I think this guy is going to be a steal yeah. because I think he's one of those you're going to get for extremely cheap. I think he's going to be the clear starting tight end for I the think first Gates time. Gates is going to be very situational yeah. at this point. And you saw what he did, and I mean, he was a rookie last year, so yeah. you saw what he did already. And if if I mean, if they really do have that many weapons, how do you cover all these guys? And who you're going to cover more? You're going to cover the Beast Williams, Keenan Allen, Tyrell Williams down the field, and you're just going to leave this guy open. Like he's going to get so many easy catches. Yep. I really think that this guy is going to be a, a steal at the tight end spot. You're not going to have to pay for him a lot, and he's going to put up some real numbers. I, I, I honestly think it would be very, very easy for him to sneak into the top five tight ends. Yep. Then we have all these. All these receivers, tight ends, and then you got Melvin Gordon, who him himself had forty one catches last year, and he's definitely a top ten back. And a lot of people are going to have him top five running back. It's just this offense is crazy. I mean, I don't even know Melvin Gordon. His, his yards per carry were down last year. He's only three point nine, but I think a lot of that has to do with how many goal line he had the ball in the end, the goal line a lot, running those one yard touchdowns in, and it's hard. When you have a low yards per carry, it's hard to really always, you know, think that's that's not that doesn't say the whole story. He was good, three point nine yards per carry doesn't scare me off right now. They didn't no. have much to work with in the passing game last year. He still he had ten re- rushing touchdowns, just under a thousand yards. He's going to be good, and especially with that, that offense, how much weapons they have to throw the ball to, they can't load the box up against him. So he's just the yard per carry is going to jump. He'll probably be about four point five this year. I think. I really at this, would, they're they can't they can't. What do they? What do you concentrate on? I, I have no idea, honestly. Right. Like, and what, this is my question for you because obviously I think we're on the same page. I think Philip Rivers has a gets a bump up, so he's a back end quarterback one. 
Melvin Gordon is going to be – He's a running back one. Exactly. Running yeah. back one, no no doubt. Yep. Uh, Keenan Allen we're both in love with, obviously. We yep. think Hunter Henry will have great value. Yep. Um, the question is, where do you think, like, how good will Tyrell Williams be? Because he put up good numbers he, last year. 1,000 yards, seven touchdowns. See, I think he's just going to be a hit or miss guy. He's going to have some really good weeks probably. And he'll have weeks where he'll disappear for a couple weeks. And so it makes him just – he's probably roster role. He can put him on a roster, I think, at this point. But – can, you can't really trust him ever. You can't put him in a lineup. So he might be a guy who finds himself on the waiver wire after he has two weeks of nothing. Then you'll have that breakout week, and you he'll be a you know top pickup again. So I think that's kind of where he's going to be this year. I mean, there's going to be he's going to be usable some weeks, but how can you pick which ones those are? I can't see this offense sustaining that many weapons. I mean, a lot of miles. Keenan feet. Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Melvin Gordon. How do you, you can't have everybody doing this? And what about Antonio and, and Gates? Travis Benjamin and Antonio Gates? I'm just not. Eh. I'm not touching him, but I mean, he he's gonna he's he gonna be in the red zone. Yeah, he's gonna, he's he's gonna, gonna, gonna score touchdowns. A touchdown that's the thing. He's gonna. That's pretty much where I think he's gonna play the most. Is gonna be red zones, red goal line opportunity. If so, I was them, can you imagine being them and you could literally line up? Two tight ends, and then Williams on one side, Keenan Allen on the other. <laughs> like you could have so many big bodies out there. I, I just don't see how this offense doesn't put up just great points this year. If, if everyone stays healthy, that's been their problem. It's been the injuries. But, yeah, I mean that's very very true. But I feel like I'm with the like, addition of Mike Williams and the hopefully the emergence of Hunter Henry, or at least seeing that he can play. Yep. Even with as long as they don't get multiple like they did last year, if they get one injury, I don't think it even hurts them that much. Probably not at this point. Unless it's, yeah, Melvin Gordon. I guess Gordon. it depends on who it is. But. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's about the only one. Yeah, that, but would, even that, that would hurt them. Even though. that, though, I don't know how much it'll hurt. It'll hurt them, but it's not that. That would actually, even though I think that would hurt them the most for some reason, I don't think it's going to slow them down, actually, in a way. Yeah, that it, would definitely hurt them the most. It should, though, because but, after that, what do you have? Brandon but See, Oliver that's why I think they Kenneth can sustain Farrow. a couple injuries. They can, they're fine. Yeah, they, they are. I mean, at wide receiver, they're really deep now. Yeah. All right. Move over to the Raiders, the final team. And this is another team that oh, is yeah, another loaded. One that I just love. And this is a pretty good division. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a fun division to watch. All right, Oakland. Quarterback Derek Carr, who he's, he, he could sneak into that quarterback one uh, conversation here. He really could. Yeah. Especially with the weapons he has. And he's he's a good quarterback. So if you if you start the year with him as your starter, one of those he's one of those guys you get for nothing again, you, that's a good one. Yeah, I'm a big fan of of Carr. I think I think he is a quarterback one. I think he's definitely a top ten guy. I think he is. I, I when you look at the numbers, look at all the players, he has to be up there, especially when he's three. He has Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree to throw the ball to. And I'm a huge Cooper fan. I really think Cooper's going to break out. I've been. I, really yeah, I don't think, think you're alone on that one. That's the no. problem with that. He is. He's a. He is such a great wide I mean, receiver. It's hard to say break out. Like he's already yeah. good, but like really step up and become a wide receiver, a real wide receiver yeah. one. Dominant Crabtree. And Crabtree's just solid. Crabtree should have been one of these guys. He would have been a wide receiver one a couple of years ago, and he never. He didn't quite get there. And but he, now he's looking really good. The last last season, especially, he catches a lot of balls, gets touchdowns. I. You can't go wrong with him, and he goes for a cheaper price. Crabtree is going to go for much, much cheaper than Cooper. He's a good value, I think. Yeah, and I think Crabtree might have ended the season better than Amari Cooper because, I mean, Amari Cooper had, I think, 1,100 yards, but only about five touchdowns, I think. Yep. And I'm looking at Crabtree's right now, and he had 1,000 almost on the dot with eight yep. touchdowns. And that's So I, it's very sneaky. I mean, I like him because he's going to be a little undervalued. Mm-hmm. And he's a great – if you have him a wide receiver three – 
I think that's you're very set up. You're, it's gonna be great with him. Yeah, and I mean, how old is he? He's so he's twenty nine. He's about thirty. Thirty. Yeah. But the great thing about this too is you look at it, and he's been on Oakland two years now, and he almost has identical yeah. numbers. So I don't think it's gonna fall off a lot. And he's a big wide receiver, so Amari Cooper could still do better. He could really have his what we you know a breakout yep. year, become dominant. And I don't think I don't think Crabtree's numbers would really go no. off. And I just, I really think Cooper's going to jump up. I th- he's, I'm going to be on that one. I, I think other people are going to be too, like you said. But I feel like this is still the spot where you can get him for a price that is still good and like it's still value, good value for a player who could jump up to that mm-hmm. top tier wide receivers. So I'm going to, I don't know where he's going to go for, but I'm going to be watching it when it's draft time and seeing if I feel like it's a good price and. He could be if I can get him as my wife, as my third in our league. If I got Cooper, he'd be our, my third receiver. So that's why I'm going to definitely be targeting him for there. And even, I mean, they added Cord- Cordero Patterson, which you're not going to get Cordero Patterson to do anything for your team. You're not going to pick him up at all. But I think just that added dimension of another player like that's just going to help the offense even more. He's not going to be a player you're going to get on your team at all. He's going to be on the waiver wire hopefully all year. So. But I just think it helps the team out a little bit there. Tight end, they added Jared Cook, who, oh, man. I don't, I hope people don't fall in love with Jared Cook again because this happens every year with Jared Cook. It's happened now. This will be his fourth team. And I feel like he always gets hyped up. Last year was the first time it really did much, but it was. I started believing in him, but that was because of the playoffs. As much as I like Derek Carr, he's not Aaron Rodgers yet. No. (laughs) He's not there. And so I don't know if – I think Cook could be a solid starter. So hopefully he still goes for a good price, which I think he will. $1, $2, he should. So it's not a bad pickup there. But don't go in expecting him to be just like put up what he did there in the Packers at the end of the season there in the playoffs. But he could be okay. But, I mean, he's been out of this, what, four teams? Titans, Rams, Packers, Raiders. But at least, I mean, this is – Packers, Raiders are much different than Titans, Rams. So maybe that was the whole – you know why he struggled so much. The Titans at that time were not very good. The Rams haven't been good, so he finally showed a little bit with the Packers. So, yeah, and with a great offense. I mean, and think about this too. I mean, he started off slow. Obviously, he he kind of came on slow. He only played ten games with the Packers, but it's ten games. And in those ten games, he only had three hundred and seventy-seven yards and one touchdown. Yep. In the playoffs, he did. He looked phenomenal. Him and Aaron Rodgers seemed to have a rapport. But the guys. He had one pretty good year in Tennessee back in the day with 750 yards receiving, but he's never gone over five touchdowns even. And this is for everyone talking about him being such a, a freak athlete and everything like that. I, I, I think we, we've seen the end of him. I'm not that interested in him. No, but if, it's, again, titles. if you get him for like a dollar in an yeah, auction, I mean, you never know, take a chance. But, yeah. That's about it. There's so many dollar tight ends that you can take a chance on, though. All right, so last position here, running back. And Marshawn Lynch. And this is going to be an interesting one. His final season in Seattle, he started to slow down. He only averaged 3.8 yards per carry, which, again, we say don't really take yards per carry doesn't mean everything. But sometimes it does when you look at the history of the guy and then you see a big drop-off. I mean, in in Seattle, he went 4.2, 5.0, 4.2, 4.7, and then dropped to 3.8. In in games, yards per game, he went 80 yards per game, then 100 yards per game, 78 yards per game, 81 yards per game, and then his final season, 59 yards per game. So there was a drop-off there. 
is that just is that because Seattle's offensive line was so poor? Because we know Seattle's offensive line has been very poor the last couple of years. I mean, I think it's a little bit of both, yeah. but I, I really do blame that heavily. And he only played seven games, so That's it. so yeah. It's, so I, I think it was injury plus the the line being so poor. And even with that, I mean, three point eight with both of those is not you know the end of the world. Mm-hmm. I, I think he you know obviously not playing last year probably helps him. He's probably healthier than ever, and. There's no one really pushing him either. That's that's my yeah. other thing. I, I think he's going to get free reign to do whatever he wants. Um, and in the situation right now, you have to believe that he's going to be a top 15 guy for running backs. And I think he's going to be drafted higher than that. Probably. <laughs> At this point. Because, I mean, he's kind of a, a, a true number one as well. Because DeAndre Washington, Jalen Richard, they both do kind of the same thing. Yeah, and they're just... And they're, and they're yeah. both smaller backs. Yep. So I, I feel like there's a, a real reason they wanted Lynch, yep. and I think it's because they're going to use the heck out of him. And again, running back drops off so much that if you got a guy who's the sure thing, the starter on the team, he's worth so much more at this point. And also, I mean, how many backs actually get that much time to recoup? Yeah, and that was true. the first season, 2015, was yep. the first season he missed a significant amount of time. I think you have to, for 13 games, even just uh, – yeah, for missing more than three games, he's never done it. And when you go back, you have to go all the way back to 2009 where he only played 13, which actually would be a good season anyway. Yep. So the guy is very, very durable. I know he's getting older, but... I think he's going to have a lot of opportunities. I do, too. I, I just think it's going to be... I think it's a good fit, too, with that passing offense. I don't yep. think they're going to be able to stack up on him. He runs extremely hard. I just don't see any way that he won't, won't be productive yeah, if you have him. I don't think he's not going to put up Seattle numbers, but he, I don't think he's going to do that. So what would you what would you think is a a, a base? What do you expect I mean, yeah, from him this year? I, I wouldn't be surprised. A thousand yards, eight touchdowns. Even at that, I think that'd be like minimum of what he could do. I think that okay. if he could do that, that's very solid. People, I mean, I don't really see the twelve, thirteen hundred yards and twelve touch. Maybe the touchdowns could be higher though. The touchdowns could be higher. The touchdown the, could be the thousand yards. I think thousand yards probably about where he'd be. Eight touchdowns. I really feel like that's probably the minimum. Eight, eight yeah. to twelve. He could be in the. I eight think to that's 12. a good point. I, I, yeah, I would think that was kind of what I was thinking too. I think if he got to eleven yard, eleven hundred, that would be amazing season for him. I think um, because they have so many other weapons. So I, I think you're about right. I, I think that we'll just say a thousand yards and eight to ten touchdowns. Um, and if you you know average out those numbers, it's about what you're going to be yep. paying for. So that's yep. not it's not bad. Kind of getting even value for him when you get him that high. Well, I think we'll get into Lynch a little bit more on our next show. We'll go with the running back ranks. I think he might fall into those. We'll have to bring him up a little bit here. I think that's all I got for the Raiders. All I got for the AFC West, which is a very exciting division, actually. I'll tell you, man. Chargers and Oakland are going to be fun to watch. And then uh, in Kansas City and and Denver are going to be... Interesting to see what some... Yeah, some diamonds in the rough over there. Yeah, definitely like this division, though, but... We will get into the running back ranks on our next show. In the meantime, make sure to go follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit. Get your reviews in. Send us an email. Let us know where you reviewed us at. We'll get you entered into the contest. And we will talk to you guys next time.